Welcome to Category, Category is. is. I'm Justin. And I'm Maurice. Welcome back for another week. Remember, guys, if you're listening to us the first time or if you're listening to us for the uh, 47th time, to <laughs> uh, like, rate, and subscribe on whatever platform you listen to podcasts. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Be sure to check us out on all things social media at Category is Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And don't forget to write us a listener letter at Category is pod at gmail.com. Dot com. <laughs> yes. Yes. How was your week? I'll give you my weekend. Okay. Keep it short. <laughs> like, no, no. no, my weekend was really fun, actually. Uh-huh. It was um, jam-packed per use. As usual. Yes. Uh, I went to the Black Star Film Festival. I went to brunch okay. in the Black Star Film Festival with some girlfriends from law school. Uh-huh. Hey, girls. Um, it was fun and boozy, but then we actually went to this um, discussion at this little bed and breakfast mm. that was in where? University City in Powhatan Village, okay. about a block away from where I lived in law school. Really? Um, the hood. <laughs> hood adjacent. Oh, no, that was definitely the hood. But it's on the come up, and it was oh. a cute little <laughs> black-owned bed and breakfast. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my uh, girlfriend, Laquan, her uh, professor from undergrad, Dr. Yaba Blay, has this um, organization, okay. empowerment movement, and it also is based in a web series called uh, Professional Black Girl. So you can look that oh, up. Oh, I only watch Awkward Black Girl. Oh, okay. Yeah, this yeah. is Professional Black Girl. Oh, okay. PBG. Mm-hmm. So she kind of organized this event in conjunction with Black Star Film Festival. And it was really interesting because... That sounds like it's sponsored by BET. Remember Black Star Power? No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. No, I don't remember that at all. It's okay. Keep going. It was interesting to be in a room full of black women um, from, you know, various professions and very educated and speaking Mm -hmm. on, you know, topics related to, you know, black girl magic. But the conversation kind of turned or morphed into like a discussion about money, finances, ownership you know, the economy, okay. helping each other. That was really interesting. We got, you know, really bomb swag bags, met cool people, hung out after that at the Oval. And then mm. it was just a serendipitous day, which is Zorba's had some dinner. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I love some Greek food. Um, they have fallen off, though. They have. Like, I used to love them. But then when we went to Greece last summer, my boyfriend and I, <sighs> and that food was so amazing. And then coming back, Zorba's just, just can't. Yeah, I haven't eaten there since. I'm sure you ain't. Yeah. You can't, you can't. And their cold plate is like half yeah, the size uh-huh. for the same price. Yeah. No, ma'am. But then that was that. And then the next day, we all got up early in the morning and went to Asbury Park and had a lovely beach day. So okay. That was basically our weekend. Okay. In a nutshell. Cool. How was your weekend? It was good, actually. So, you know, Saturday was like that Philly free streets. Yes. Where they block off like four miles of mm-hmm. the, it was Broad Street this time. So inconvenient. Yeah. Like you need Broad Street. Yeah, you can't even like cross. That's a main artery. Yeah. But it was like from Spring Garden all the way up to like through the hood in North Philly. So I was like, ooh. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> but I avoided all of that. You know, I didn't go out. Uh-huh. Um, so on Sunday... My boyfriend came back into town, oh. so my boo is back. He was away for, like, two months, basically. All along. So, like, <laughs> after um, my, like, Russia and Italy trip, he stayed, you know, at his parents in Europe. And nice. so he was there for, like, the whole summer. And so now he's back. And it was just, like, you know, I don't know. Like, I, 
I didn't expect to get like so like giddy and excited oh. when he was coming back, but like I, you know, at the airport, and I'm just like, you know, ready ready to see him and stuff, oh. and so it was just like, it was good. It was like it'd been so long. It went by fast, like going like looking back on it, but you know, it was like I don't know. I just felt like really excited and like really just happy, and you know, just to my favorite part is always like when you first see each other Aww. and then he like he gets this like smile on his face it is just it's just you know Aww, a really good feeling so, so yeah lovely. so that was um that was pretty much you know what i was prepping for and you know excited about for the weekend so so that was good Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, yeah. I'm sure y'all just had spent some quality time the rest of the weekend. Yeah, I mean, he was jet-lagged. <laughs> and so, um, you know, we did, like, had some wine and, like, relaxed. And then, but he fell asleep, like, so early mm-hmm. that I was, like, watching 90 Day Fiance <laughs> by myself. And what time does that come on? At 8 o'clock. That's getting late. Yeah, yeah. So that's, me. <laughs> like, 7. But it was, like, 7 hours ahead for him because he right. was still on Europe time. Right, that so, makes sense. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Well, I must say, I am so happy August is here. Yes. Because July mm-hmm. whipped my ass. Really? Yes. July was probably the hardest month I've had this, like, lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's, you know, Mercury was in retrograde from July 7th uh-huh. to July 31st. Is that I, a real thing, though? Yes. Because people have been talking about it, but I'm like, uh, I don't know. Well, you know, I believe in astrology. Mm-hmm. I read my horoscope. I felt Mercury in retrograde. I felt really? it before in other ways. Mm-hmm. Usually people say it manifests with, like, you know, electronics going haywire, mm-hmm. um, accidents happening. There's, like, an uptick in car accidents. Like, what? Um, yeah, like, <laughs> things are, you're, you're late a lot. Things are delayed. Uh-huh. Okay. But, like, just things don't go smoothly. Okay. There's hiccups. Um, throughout, but then that's also called life. that's called life. But there, there is actually increased concentration during the Mercury retrograde. So this happens every year. Happens four times a year. Oh, happens okay. a few times. The sun is at the middle of the of the galaxy. Uh, well, the solar system. The solar system, right? Not you know, well, our galaxy. <laughs> well, and then, no, not... I don't know what a galaxy is. <laughs> okay. Okay, see, but I know astrology though. Okay. I don't know planetary all science. Right, gotcha. But basically, our Earth is spinning around, and then it's also like spinning around. All the all the planets are spinning around the sun, Correct. and they're also orbiting, spinning themselves, right? Mm-hmm. But basically, so when Mercury, Mercury is in retrograde, it's still spinning the same way, but at the angle where the Earth is aligned with Mercury, it appears to be spinning backwards. <laughs> Okay. Right. So the energy, like uh, you know, and, and and it also affects the moon and the water levels. I mean, okay. Emotionally, for me, July was rough. Like just you know, in terms of like you know, romantic relationship, mm-hmm. family relationship, friends, business. Um, and I'm just happy to be in August. Um, I'm still kind of like licking some wounds from July mm-hmm. and trying to pull myself together. Yeah. But I just feel refreshed because I actually feel different. I feel it within my body. Okay. Okay. You're looking at me like it's psychosomatic. I don't know. I, I did look, I had, I did have to look in because at right. some point yeah, it's absolutely. like, well, I'm the yeah. common denominator. Yeah. It can't be everybody. Yeah, that's true. But I think that I'm also really, the one thing I will say is I, I am really in tune with how my emotions affect me physically and how they manifest mm-hmm. and how I feel. And I'm, I'm probably too in my head. Uh-huh. Sometimes, uh-huh. and um, I don't know. I just think that it affects everyone, but like 
I've just really, really felt it more this time. That's all. Okay. Okay. I'm happy to be in August. All right. I'm happy that you are in August too. Yes. Because you had a lot going on here. Well, let's get into our drink for tonight. What you drinking tonight, Justin? Yes. Well, tonight we're drinking a lovely refreshing cocktail. Um, We're going to call this a hot girl spritzer. <laughs> now, I know y'all think that spritzers are for old ladies. And white women. But this cocktail is comprised of absolute juice. Which is like this new, okay, <laughs> drinking the juice. It's I, a real thing. Yeah, it's called Absolute yeah. Juice. It's a new little like summer cocktail. I feel like last summer, um, Kettle One came out with the botanicals yeah. line. Yeah, that was good. And they're good. Uh-huh. And I think this is kind of like Absolute's resp- take on, you know, take on uh-huh. the botanicals. Knock off. Right. Absolute Juice is the glen close of Kettle One. <laughs> <laughs> botanicals. Yes. But you stay coming for Sweden. Absolute is fine. What you mean? And why do I stay coming for Sweden? What does Sweden do? They locked up ASAP Rocky, but he out now. Oh, we did get a tweet on that from the president. <laughs> well, I don't call him that actually. Yeah. But back to this cocktail. It's the absolute uh juice strawberry, strawberry. and they have one apple. But this mm-hmm. cocktail has the strawberry. We also added in um rose wine. And we love rose. Mm-hmm. Rosé all day. We added in some seltzer water, some sliced cucumbers, and mint. Yeah, it's really good. It's refreshing. It's yeah. great. It's very white woman. All right, child. Well, let's get into these categories for the week. All right. Speaking of white women, she's not a white woman, so I shouldn't even say that. Yes, I'm about to say that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> she is black all day. All day. Our first category is British Vogue. So our favorite person, our person of the year 2018, Her Royal Highness, the Duchess of Sussex, became the first person to ever guest edit the September issue of British Vogue. Yes. Yeah. With Edward NFO. That's how you pronounce it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. He's good friends with Auntie Omi. With, yeah. Yeah. I just want him to get some new glasses. Oh. Yeah. I don't like his glasses. Yeah. But anyway, Her Royal Highness selected 15 influential women who are forces of change in their various fields and in the world as a whole because there were a lot of um activists in in the mix and she wanted to bring light to various charitable causes diversity inclusion it was a very feminist statement it was a very you know person of color statement and it was just more emphasis on charity and you know, the the mark that you want to leave mm-hmm. on this world. Right. To me, it wasn't, let me do this bomb-ass photo spread, which I did kind of miss, because I was right. like, I wanted her to be, like, laced in jewels and gowns and, you know, just be opulence. But she was like, let me use this moment to, you know, highlight, you know, some good work that we can do as people. Right. So. And good causes as well. Yeah. I think that I have, I mean, obviously I haven't gotten a copy of it yet. Uh-huh. Which is like looking at it briefly. I, I also like the fact that it highlighted some women who weren't instantly familiar to me. I mean, the well, only two women I, I noticed or I recognized uh-huh. were Laverne Cox. Okay. And Salma Hayek. That's it? Okay. Um. <laughs> wow. That's interesting. Well, I, I mean, I, I, I honestly, I did. I only looked at the cover for about two uh-huh. seconds, and the thing I found most interesting uh-huh. was that she put a mirror, the mirror, yeah, on the cover to yeah. be like, "Oh, you're also you're a the, force yeah. for change," which yeah. is kind of cheesy, but also kind of cute. So there's but, also Jane Fonda. 
Okay. There was Yara Shahidi. Yes. There was Jacinda Arden, who's the Prime Minister of um, New Zealand. I know her name, but I just don't think... Like, her face doesn't, like, pop in my head. Okay. She was actually... Um, I read something about her that said that she was the first head of state to give birth while in office in, like, decades. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they said since the Queen did it with Yeah, Charles. with... Yeah, in, like, the 40s. And right. Um... And there were a lot of other people on there. I did have some issue with the people that she chose. Really? Who? Well, my main issue was that she had a lot of people that were like this slash this. So it was like a lot of actor slash philanthropist, (laughs) model slash activist. And it did kind of seem a little bit one note because she had like, like you said, she had Laverne Cox. She had Jamila Jamil. I think that's how you pronounce oh, her Oh, yeah, name. yeah, I know her. But I don't and know what she, she looks like either. She's um, she's of Indian descent. I believe she's British, but okay. I'm not 100% sure. I know sure. she does a, st- a lot of stuff on, like, body positivity. Yeah, but that was a misstep. Because I'm like, girl, you're, like, a size four at the most. And you're always coming at the Kardashians about them not promoting positive body images. I mean, well, and four how... is the new six. <laughs> but, you, I mean, it's not like she had Lizzo up on there. Which, I just heard her song, by the way. Juice? No, um, Truth Hurts. Oh, that's a good one. No, it's not. Okay, well. Because, okay. I want to like Lizzo, but I'm not going to talk about that now. I will. So, Lizzo, this is my first time here, like, literally in the Uber on the way to the studio tonight. Oh, my God. And so, my Uber driver, she was like, oh, shit, it's Lizzo. And I was like, who is this? And she's like, you don't know Lizzo? I mean, I, I was like, I know her, but I've never, like, heard her sing. She social... does the campaign for Absolute Juice. She does? Yes. Oh. <laughs> like, on social media, people are, like, going off about Lizzo. Like, oh, my God, she's, you know, like, going in for her. So, so I thought, and I saw pictures of her, and I thought that she gave a vocal. Mm-hmm. But when I heard the song Truth Hurts, like, a few minutes ago, I was like, ooh, girl. It's it's horrible. Like yeah, she sound uh, like vocally, I don't think it's that great. The musicality is not that good. Yeah. Um. She needs to stop relying on that flute. It's gimmicky. <laughs> um. But I was like, I want to like her. I don't. Okay. Well, I'm gonna encourage you to listen to the NPR. I won't. Okay. Well, maybe the listeners aren't gonna listen to the NPR interview <laughs> okay. she did with Terry Gross. Terry Gross is like, you know, women's bodies have been used to sell, you know, cars, boats. Records, but she up food. on that album cover looking like Notorious B.I.G. Right. And Terry was like, but I felt like your statement was different. And then uh, and then and then Lizzo was like, what? Because I'm fat? And like and she like went in <laughs> on her. Like it was like, I don't I like that about her. I don't. But at the end of the day, just judging the music solely on the music. That's all I'm judging it on. It's a little hard for me. Yeah. She sounded like one of them hood rats that got like a YouTube channel. Ooh. But that's like the energy that she's well, going for on that particular the song. The truth is, I'm gonna need something with a little more talent. But I'm so proud of her Royal Highness, yeah. and I just love, I love the way she moves and navigates the yeah, world me too. with some consciousness. Yeah. All right, child. We're going in from the opulence of the United Kingdom to the drudgery of the United States. <laughs> Despair. <laughs> Despair, honey. It is bleak. Very. <laughs> very bleak. Very, very all bleak. these candidates mm. are bleak. Not all of them. Well, did you watch the debates last week? I did. Okay. Yeah. So who's not bleak to you? Kamala Debbie Harris. That's it. That's it. That's all. Yeah. So I did, I watched... um, Oh, oh, wait, wait. Who? My second favorite. Who? 
Marianne Williamson. Child <laughs> <laughs> Now, I don't remember this, but is the anthem always sung before the debate? Yes. It is? Yes. It's a sporting event, darling, of course. Oh, okay. Well, the first night, it just seemed out of place because mm-hmm. everyone was looking around like confused. Like, first they had them old men trotting in them flags <laughs> oh with them um with them um bagpipes yeah <laughs> and that old man looked like he was about to fall over and then they sung the anthem they had a choir and so first i noticed that none of the minority candidates were on the first night right i was like are they trying to set up a moment on the second night when you got both the black candidates the hispanic candidate um what's her name tulsi are they trying to set up like are they going to kneel for the... Oh, shit. Because I thought Corey was going to kneel. Miss Corey is not going to kneel. <laughs> I thought he was. She ain't wearing no knee pads to the debate. Well, <laughs> she used to be on the knees, though. The first night, I kind of tuned it out because I was just like, no, ma'am. They were trying to have a moment between Pete and Beto because they're both like the younger, youngish white boy candidate. Right. Um, and then other than that, I was just like, what is Marianne talking about? And that was pretty much it. Mm. The second night. Marianne operates on that astrological, metaphysical. I'm sure she was all up in her Mercury retrograde. (laughs) She was all up in her local dispensary. (laughs) All her edibles, because. She speaks to me. (laughs) You would probably think me as a high person. I was going to say, no wonder. (laughs) No wonder your mup was fucked up. With each debate I watch, Uh my anxiety increases exponentially more really because with each debate i'm like trump won't this shit again yeah like we're screwed Mm -hmm. and i get like them all going for biden like because they came at biden's neck like boom boom. like they jumped biden basically if this was a street fight he got jumped not not this past debate i think so i don't think so i think well the second night of the debate i was i it came on the same time as basketball wise so right. I was like, mm, I'm going to catch y'all the second All hour. right. So basically, like, they all came at him with the force of Evelyn as if he was Jennifer. <laughs> Would you agree? Did she jump on the table? I mean, she might as well have. Okay. I mean, I mean I, I'm still team Evelyn. Jennifer is sucked up. She's not. She's going through. She's been going through shit that, and before. Well. And this happened before her mother died. And that's not well, an excuse to be an asshole. Well. But back to the She's debate. Yeah. So <laughs> the, the part I caught was Biden seemed unprepared again. Yeah. His every answer was something about Obama. Mm-hmm. And I was waiting for someone to just say, okay, we love Obama. Obama is great. Obama did this, that, and the third. Right. But you are not Obama. Well, Corey kind of said that to him. He did. He also messed up the Kool-Aid reference, though. He did. And yeah. I was like, I wanted to kind of like snatch the black card back. Because yeah. the way he said the Kool-Aid reference was just not accurate. Mm-hmm. Biden, no, no, girl. Not today. Not today. Not on today. You need to go back to 1964 when you thought you was running shit. All the other white men are just mediocre white men. Corey is not. I honestly, don't it. pay them any attention. Is yeah, that bad? no, no, that's how I feel too. <sighs> Tulsi, girl, she just needs a new colorist. Who Tulsi? Mm-hmm. No, Tulsi had on like that body glitter. Did you see? 
On her decolletage? On her decolletage? Yeah. She had like some body shimmer. Ooh. Her face was really pasty because I think she was trying to hide her acne scars. Oh, she has oh, like yeah. hyperpigmentation scarring? She has like the pit. Oh, yeah. oh, it's a texture issue. Yeah, yeah. Oh, girl, okay. Yeah. So she had that going on. and But then she tried to come for Kamala. I did like that she wore all white. But the TV does um, add 10 pounds yeah. when she wore flat. Yeah. So she looked a mess. But... Mm-hmm. And hot pink Gillibrand. No, ma'am. Yeah, but she qualified for the, the I mean, third debate, though. So the next debate is in September, I believe. Yes. And so, so far, only eight candidates have qualified. So that kind of narrows it down a bit. Right now, I want Kamala at the top of the ticket. Yeah. I, let's just, sometimes you have to make big risks to have mm-hmm. big change and big payoff. Yeah. And, you know, I'll eat crow. A couple months ago, <laughs> uh-huh. I was on that Biden you train. You sure were. I was. You were, and I called you out for it. He yes. is not going to be our Harriet and lead us to freedom. <laughs> It's just not going to happen. He's not going to get on that 2020. <laughs> <laughs> okay, child. Well, moving from um, the sad, sad world of American politics to, you know, a whole new world. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's not, that's not the right movie. It's not? No. What movie is that? Oh, that's, that's a lot of shit. Moving to Under the Sea. Because <laughs> that's where I'd rather be. <laughs> Downward's wetter. Yes. And everything's better. <laughs> Under the sea. Under the sea with my Jamaican crab. Oh, yes. It has just been announced that Queen Latifah will be playing my favorite villain. Well, my, second, my second favorite Uh-oh. villain. Ooh. Ursula. Oh, you know my yeah. favorite villains are Cruella Deville. Oh, yeah, that's right. Ursula. Mm-hmm. Jafar. Then Scar. In that order. Okay, Mama D. Yes, in that order. Mama D kind of looks like Scar. She does, but she got on that leopard print. <laughs> yes. In her confessional. Uh, best. But Queen Latifah just announced that she's going to be playing uh, Ursula in the live yes, action. Come through, Damn. Dana Owens. This is yes. a big moment for the LGBT community. <laughs> we are taking over. <laughs> Yes, yes. You know what? As a black LGBT person, I am just so proud. Not only do we have a black Ariel, but now we got a a, a, um, a lesbian um, <laughs> Ursula. I am just happy uh, and fulfilled. Man. You know, personally, I did want Titus Burgess to yes, play. Yes, I did too. I did him. too. I was hoping they were going for that. But it, that's just Middle America's not ready. They're not ready. But, you know, especially after that performance he had on Watch What Happens Live Ooh, last girl. week. <laughs> I just knew. And he would serve an old cunty uh, old Ursula. Nasty word. Yes. Because <laughs> he got Miss Andy together. Right together. He was Ooh. like, keep doing your little show. Keep your going. Show, sis. Keep going. Like, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> that was so... I mean... <laughs> Andy is messy. Completely. And I don't think that Titus um, was wrong for doing what he did. Because he I don't think justified. that he was justified because uh-huh. Andy, like a typical white gay Woman. man, oh. I'm sorry, yes, <laughs> yes, didn't didn't fully analyze the optics of what he was doing. Yeah. Basically, he had a trans black woman and a and, gay black man mm-hmm. on his show, and mm-hmm. he was trying to have one gay black man pull down another, another black man, black man mm-hmm. who allegedly likes to dabble with members of the community. Listen, it was just like that he, was he's, the like, 80s. He's, like, he's like, and he's like, I'm not Nene Leaks. Basically, I'm here to promote my show. Yeah, 
But then he got him together like on the um with the, with this post the next day. Yeah. He was like he's like I'm nominated for four Emmys. I yeah. have talent. Yes. I'm not I'm not you know here just because I'm friends with people who have talent mm-hmm. like. Um, I don't think that they'll be extending an invite to him, yeah. but I don't think he really cares. Yeah. And I like that kind of energy. Yeah. He was... So, Andy was basically trying to say that Eddie Murphy was problematic for the gays. Right. But Andy, girl, you problematic for the gays. The blacks. The blacks. The black gays. The Latinos. All these black women on all these Real Housewives shows, you are problematic. I know. The only like, ones he's cool with are the ones they st- <laughs> doing bumps in the bathroom with. Ooh, no, I don't know about that. Allegedly. I'm just saying. Allegedly. Housewives of Potomac is on its third season, and, uh, you know, Giselle just got enough money to buy a house and stop renting. Uh, uh, she still got them white appliances. <laughs> Boy, that, she got uh, uh, a black dishwasher, a white refrigerator, and a, and stainless, a stainless steel microwave. <laughs> are you underpaying the girls? Girl, apparently. God damn. I know, right? But, Girl. yes, but I'm happy that, um... Queen Latifah will be playing Ursula. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. is confirmed. Yeah, she announced it herself on her uh, social media. So I'm guessing it's confirmed. She said she Little Mermaid live, but you know the, uh-huh. the lawyer means like, well, are they doing a new version of the Broadway? Because it no. didn't say Broadway, but then she said Little Mermaid live exclamation, like the, like the NBC ones, right? That's because she was like, just that's what I was thinking it would Oz, be, right? Wasn't she the wizard? Mm-hmm. Only, I, that was long and the whiz. You know? The whiz, yeah, yeah. I yeah. know Mary J. Blige was in it, and that was the highlight. That was the well, <laughs> the highlight for me was when Oz was the gay club. Yes, and it was voguing in the <laughs> yeah. club. Yes, yes, and that's what I thought it would be like those NBC, yeah. ABC yeah. holiday specials. Yeah. But Mary but J. Blige like, did really good. I was like, but ABC, it would be, it would have to be on ABC. NBC, ABC, ABC owns Disney, so Disney wouldn't sell the rights for. A, you know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. So okay, they wouldn't okay, sell okay. that to NBC. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. NBC did rent most recently. Yeah. But I'm thinking, like, ABC would not knowingly do a live with the movie. Like, Mm -hmm. it has to be the movie. Yeah, yeah. But I'm excited. Yeah. It was... That's a good look for her. I could see her as Ursula. She she sung in Chicago when she did that. I mean, she's a full-bodied woman. Full-bodied. confirmed. And, She has has a decent vocal. I mean, I'm sure Lizzo went out for the part. (laughs) (laughs) But they were like, bitch. We need a name. Yes. And flutes don't work on the uh, water. <laughs> so, I so yeah. With you. Ariel gave up her voice to get legs and meet a man. Uh-huh. Some other women give up they man who married them for a little boy. Ooh. So our next category is a topic that I am late to. You are? Late. Yes, I am. Okay. This might be old news to some, mm-hmm. but it is new news to me. Okay. And this is our podcast, so we want to discuss it. So, I know we don't, like, do breakdowns of shows. We don't. Sometimes. Um, not, not, not in depth. Well, we don't, like, some podcasts talk, yeah. like, about what happened on the episode. We, uh, we don't no, talk about we don't that. Do that. But I love Pose. Uh-huh. I've never seen it. Okay. This weekend, like, me and my girlfriends uh-huh. were hanging out. They were all talking about, like, how much they love it. I told my, my sister... Well, uh-huh. Who's pregnant? She's uh-huh. like, you know, which one? Um, Jasmine. She's okay. gonna have that baby any day. Okay. She's like, you know, just watch TV uh-huh. at home all day. So she like binged the show. She loves it. Uh-huh. My friend Kendra binged really? over the weekend. Yeah, she said she loved it. Yeah, my sister like yesterday. She watched the entire season one. Uh-huh. And she's almost caught up for season two. Oh today. wow, okay. Like she's like, I'm crying every episode. It's so good. Really? Like she's like, 
Even my sister, she was like, they keep saying category is. She's like, it keeps running your podcast. <laughs> she's, she's like, she's like, did you steal that from them? I'm like, no, we started this before that show came. Yes, we did. But then I told my sister about Paris is Burning. She's like, oh my God, I'm going to watch that next. So yeah. she's going like Back. backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, so the creator, or one of the creators or contributors and now a, pro- a prolific director of the show is Janet Mock. Mm-hmm. Janet Mock is a um, trans woman mm-hmm. and she's a black trans woman from Hawaii. Yes. And she's very, um, she's an activist director um i was hanging out with some girlfriends and we was Uh talking about pose over the weekend yeah and my one girlfriend was like oh do you know that janet mock is dating pop um little poppy Mm. and um this he's he's one of the actors on the show he's about 25 janet mock allegedly is 36 Um, oh no she's not (laughs) (laughs) but she's 46 (laughs) yeah her she but i remember like last summer Mm -hmm. Like, you know, some people I follow on social media who, you know, in the book industry or mm-hmm. in the um, entertainment industry, were like, in Hawaii, I'm like, why are all these people in Hawaii? Mm-hmm. And they're like, all at Janet Mock's wedding, because she married um, her um, ex. Yeah. Well, well estranged husband. Yeah. They're not divorced yet. They're not? No. But she, it's been filed, but they're estranged, I guess. Uh-huh. Aunt, uh, Aunt Aaron... Treadwell or Trudwell? I don't know. Aaron, he's fine. Okay. They he got... was giving me like a little shorter Rick Fox. Right. A little bit. But I'm just confused because it said that they have been together. It said that they got married in 2015. But I know for sure that their like ceremony mm-hmm. was like a smooth last year. Ooh. Not her social media. There's no pictures, no trace of him. But I don't keep Ooh, up Oh, she did that? I mean, I don't keep. I went that pretty far. I see nothing. I remember. Oh, wow. I remember her gorgeous photos on the beach yeah. in Hawaii and all uh-huh. that. I'm just like, okay. But now she's like, then she posts pictures on her social media, like, uh-huh. oh, my man took this picture, and I'm like, who's this? I just assumed she was, was talking about husband. her husband. Yeah. But then I went back and found reports from like February, so I'm hella late to the game. Oh wow. They're like, she's dating one of the actors on the show, Let's and I was just see. like. Mm. That's a little messy. I, I'd be lying if I was like, damn, girl, like, I don't think the new boy, little poppy, I love his character on the show. <laughs> okay. He's really endearing and cute, but I'm like, I just don't know if that's a good look for, like, Miss Janet Mock. No, man. So, no. and it's just like, and, and you're at the helm of the show. You don't uh-huh. think the hell. Yeah. I know that sounds bad and, like, yeah. elitist, but you know what I'm trying to say? Uh-huh. Like, she's at one station, and he's, like, on and the He's, like, up. the janitor. Right, and I'm like, I mean, maybe he like doing her good, but I'm like, no. The picture I saw, he looked like a prince impersonator. <sighs> Whatever. Whenever people are even dating in the workplace, and I know Hollywood is different. Well, I don't know. I think it can work. Both of my brothers dated in the workplace. Mm-hmm. So my sister-in-law, yeah, they they work together. I think straight people have the ability to kind of do that. As a gay man, no, I'm, you can do that too. As a gay? Yes. I just I don't think, know too many gay people who date in the workplace. I mean, I have. You have? Uh-huh. Who do tell? Well, I had already put in my two weeks notice, so oh. it's a little bit different. <laughs> See? <laughs> but. You have a boundary. Yeah. Like, generally, I would say if you don't work, like, in the same department. Right. If you're not on the same team. If it's not your, like, immediate. If it's not, like, a direct line on the, you know, the hierarchy chart. Right. So Um, not even your boss's boss. No, because that's a little messy. Right. So I (laughs) am telling all my business. But so I worked in an office where I was, uh, it was a very gay office. Okay. You know how you see somebody, you're like, oh, they're cute. I've never had that happen to me in the workplace. Oh, girl, you need a new job. <laughs> Almost like, 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 like the UPS man or something. Well, yeah, they always be cute. <laughs> but 
So this one, it was like, you know, you see them and you're like, oh, they're cute, but we work together. Right. So it's like, mm, not not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So this guy, he worked in a different department. He was a manager, so his office was like all the way at the other end of the floor, mm-hmm. like down and like around the corner and all the way at the end. Yeah. And so my um, cubicle was like, you know, in the front. He was a little, giving you like a silver fox, like... Ooh. You know, so he's white. He was no, he was from um, Argentina. They be whiteish. Yeah, yeah. it's a lot of Germans. Yeah, yeah, okay. a lot of Germans. A lot of Giselle going on. Mm-hmm. So he was, um, I think, yeah, he was from Argentina, but he was a little older. He was giving you like a little silver like moment, right? And he worked all the way at the other end of the of the floor. Uh-huh. And so like we had seen each other and like you know been in meetings and stuff, and we would like always have this like you know. Banter. Banter, kind of flirtatious. Tension. Not tension. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he lived, like, kind of in the same direction of me. Uh-huh. So, like, sometimes leaving the office, we would, like, walk in the same direction. Okay. But nothing like that. Is this when you rode a bus with a certain gay Pennsylvania Pennsylvania legislature? Yeah. This as well? Is, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. This is when I, was, when I lived in South Philly. Uh-huh. And so, um, so, yeah. So, like, it was, like, he was cute. We had this little, like, kind of flirtatious moment mm-hmm. every now and then. And then once I put in my two weeks notice, he was like, oh, I heard you got a new job. Let's, like, go to dinner and, like, see? celebrate. See? And I was like, okay. Like, you know. See, I would be okay with that knowing uh-huh. that you were leaving. That I'm leaving. And I yeah. think, so he's probably, like, more in my camp. Uh-huh. Well, I guess maybe you're in my camp, too, because then you, like, made the move, right? Right. Because even, like, if he was, like, even if he was, like, a pay grade or a superior above you, right. he might like, like have the appearance of impropriety if he approaches exactly, you doesn't look exactly, good, yeah. but then you don't want to approach him. Right. So that's why I said like, was there like that tension? Uh-huh. But no, not really. For me, I've always usually, you know, law offices are very conservative. Mm-hmm. Lawyers generally aren't like the most gregarious or, or cute. attractive people. Yeah. <laughs> or like, you know, like, you know, but it's just like, but there's also not many gays in the industry. There's not. They no. just had the Lavender Law Conference. It's actually coming... Uh, no, it was this past weekend, right? Or is it this coming No, it was this coming weekend. Ooh, okay. Yeah. yeah, Lavender Law is like the um, National Bar Association's um, LGBT conference. And it's in Philadelphia this year, so mm-hmm. yeah, it's upcoming weekend. Okay. Yeah, the um, 9th through the 11th. You going? Yes. Ooh. <laughs> that network. Okay. But um, I used to Ooh. cater waiter. Oh. Okay. Like for, you know, like a little company. Uh-huh. And, you know, just working events, like, you know, the Union League in Philly mm-hmm. and... Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. It was just wow. something to give a little bit extra coin, uh, and then I like would like talk to to, to dudes that I met that work there. Uh-huh. But I think that's different because I didn't look that's at that. Yeah. That what to me that wasn't a job. They called me to be like, you want to work this week? I'd be like, yeah, if I wanted money, or no, uh-huh. if I didn't. Uh-huh. It was well, just, that, huh? <laughs> never mind. What? That sounds like an escort. <laughs> like I didn't have a set schedule. Yeah, well, escorts don't. Do <laughs> you know, I made my own schedule. <laughs> <laughs> He paid me in cash. Yes, yeah, so I got paid. You know, about an hour in oh, cash. Best. You know, in calls was more than out calls. <laughs> I was escorting, slinging, uh, you know, surfing turfs oh, at weddings. Well, don't get no crabs, but girl. Yeah. I think it can work. You just have to keep everybody else out of your business. It like, can. Yeah. That takes us to our next category. Have you heard about P. Diddy dating the stepdaughter of Steve Harvey? Laurie Harvey. Mm-hmm. Yes, I have. You have? Yes. I was just talking about this with my mother. Really? When I, uh-huh. How do you feel about this? 
okay. See, and I think I'm not sure how old. Do you know how old she is? I, I want to say she's like a smooth 22. I was going to give her like 26. Mm-mm. You know no? these young girls. Well, they be looking old with the lace fronts yeah. and the lashes and like the drag queen makeup. Yeah, well, her mama looked like that too. Nah, Marjorie looks good. Mm. I believe. Ooh, Lori is twenty two. I know. Yeah, I think I read that somewhere. So she's twenty two. She previously used to date. I believe it was um was it Justin? No, one of she dated one of P Diddy's sons. Diddy's son, Christian. Is Christian? Yes. A cute one. Yeah, I think she Ooh, dated. Yes. She, she previously dated Christian, uh-huh. and then she did, dated Trey Songs. But then <laughs> Trey Songs had a baby with that groupie. And she Which broke up one? with him. Well, one of them. Oh, okay. And oh, the one he was hiding on social media. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, she kind of like reemerges mm-hmm. out in New York City, wearing matching outfits with Diddy. And then, most mm-hmm. recently, um, I guess Diddy was in Italy with his children vacationing at the same time as the Harveys. And there's pictures of Diddy at a dinner or a lunch table somewhere in Italy um, with Marjorie and Steve and Laurie, and she's like. Well, caressing the nape of his neck mm-hmm. and like he's kissing her cheek and all this is happening in front of Mr. Harvey and I'm just like alright I get this is your stepdaughter but the way that that whole family acts he don't care he has all these like you know act like a man think like a lady he's very problematic in many of his ways well. and he's very paternalistic so I'm thinking him being the paternalistic uh-huh. Steve Harvey that he is that he'd have a problem with his 22 year old stepdaughter dating one of his peers because I... Peter is old I have a problem with Steve Harvey's Beard, because when did he stop like dying the, the mustache? No, now he has like a Papa Smurf beard. Okay, and it's like completely white. Oh, yeah. But Marjorie, who is Lori's mom, uh-huh. she's problematic anyway because she seemed like that girl, that woman who was like trying to pimp out her daughter. You stole my words. <laughs> because if you if you've noticed on Marjorie's Instagram. Marjorie and Steve were hardly ever to, in the same place at the same time. No. Marjorie was tootsie rolling and pussy popping <gasps> all across Europe, Asia. She's all at the fashion show. Always at the front row in the fashion show. Always on somebody's mm-hmm. private jet. Always got Lori. Mm-hmm. You know. And Steve is working on his 511 jobs. In the fine. Well, he got fired from the show, the Steve Harvey show. Or the Steve. What do they call it now? Steve? Steve. Yeah. Well, that's canceled. Is he still doing Family Feud? I think so. Okay, good. And I think he had another show. Him and Michael Strahan working hard. They get them checked. (laughs) But um, so now I think Marjorie's trying to secure the next bag. Yes. And she is using her daughter's bag (laughs) to get it. Yeah. That's pretty much what it seems It feels very debutante. I mean, she's a cute girl. I give her cute. She's cute. She's so, not stunning. She's, she's not. not gorgeous. She's not. So I initially, this is probably a better match for Diddy. Why? Do you what? know he's an old man? No, 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 not not Lori. But do you know Vanessa Williams' daughter, which Lion one? Babe? Yes, I that would. Her. I feel like that would be a better look. It would be because she's a little older, mm-hmm. and it doesn't seem as opportunistic, right? As this Lori girl. But that's not what he wants. Well, See what I'm saying? I think that Diddy, for me, I think it's a bad look for Diddy, actually. Well. Because it's just like, you basically, you know, with the untimely passing of Kim Porter, mm-hmm. he basically, like, 
process that all in the public eye via social media. He need to get on Talkspace. Like, like, you know, you would, right. <laughs> yes, Talkspace. We could also do ads for you. <laughs> I'm sure many of our listeners need it too. Right. But I think that for Diddy, it's just like, he's what? He has to be at least what, 55? And it's just like, you know, you've had, you've never had like a solid relationship. Mm-hmm. You have, all, you know, all these kids and not only are you not like with someone who was well suited for you. Mm-hmm. And it's not that, again, I feel like even, you know, at 32, I feel like I could date a 55 year old and that would be fine. Right. Ooh, he'll be 50 in November. Oh, well, he Allegedly. needs to work on his skincare. Mm-hmm. You know, they have these Hollywood ages, but yeah. okay. But still, even at 32, I can date a 50 year old and I think that would be fine. Mm-hmm. But I think that there's your early 20s are a really formative time. Yeah. And it's really, really like the world is different now. Yeah. And your early 20s, a lot happened. Like she just graduated college this past May. Did she go to school? Well, she would have if she okay. did. Her grace period with Sally Mae wouldn't have been over. <laughs> the best. Like, she in forbearance. You know? <laughs> so it's just like the fact that like she's not ready for the real world yet. Yeah, the man. And she definitely is it because her parents took care of everything but it does yeah. seem kind of like you know margie's being the original pimpo basically and it's just i don't it, it doesn't sit well with me and i feel like what kind of conversation is diddy a 50 year old man gonna have with a 22 year old girl like your children are 22 that's right you know what i'm saying yeah and not only that it's also like you know, you try. Cassie was a good look for him yeah. because she was at least in her thirties. She, she experienced a little bit of life. She knew what she was signing up mm-hmm. for. It didn't seem like predatory, right? But you know, but you you play her, strung her along for ten years. She moved on and Mister Fine, and now she hit with child. And it's mm-hmm. just like you're a fifty year old man. But not only that, she dated your son. Yeah. Like, could you imagine? I mean, could you imagine? Like, no judgment. You know, one of your parents dating someone you dated. Uh, I mean, it's in the past. It's a mess. And I think Diddy needs to be in therapy. And he does not need to be traipsing across Europe following this little girl. Mm-hmm. Best of luck to you, Diddy. Good luck, girl. So that's enough of her. It's time for I, I Said What I said. I said. My I Said What I Said for this week is that I am tired of the good Samaritans. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh... I'm just tired of them. I've never been a good Samaritan. No? Maybe don't. I have. I'm a passive good Samaritan. Okay. I'm on my business, stay in my lane. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what a lot, of, a lot more people should be doing these days. So I don't know if you saw on social media over the weekend, the past few days, there's, just, there's been this video going around of this girl <laughs> at the mall. <laughs> Uh-huh. And Foot Like a Fish is trying to stop. <laughs> Not Foot Like a Fish. Yes. She's trying to stop the shoplifter. So this guy, this. he apparently was trying to steal some kind of merchandise from Foot Locker. And old girl was in like her like referee uniform okay. with the whistle. <laughs> so the video picks up and it's this girl. And she has her hands, like, wrapped around this guy's neck, like, trying to choke him or whatever. Okay. He has his hands, you know, equally, like, you know, around her neck, like, trying to either restrain her her or, like, push her off of him. Okay. And the caption is saying that, you know, this guy is trying to steal merchandise and the girl is trying to stop him. Mm -hmm. So then the video... (laughs) 
The video shows the guy like lift her up and like toss her into the glass wall at the opening what? of the Foot Locker. Did it shatter? It didn't shatter. Okay. But it made like this loud ass noise. Whew. She was like on the floor. And then the two is like a guy and then like another guy. Uh-huh. And they run off together. Wow. So I guess she was trying to stop them from like shoplifting. But girl, you need to press zero on that phone. You need to call. <laughs> Security. 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 This dude needs to go. He needs to go. Yes. You call loss prevention, girl. You do not get involved. Because you know what? Foot Locker do not care. Right. Like, you don't own none of that stuff that's in Foot Locker. Right. Exactly. Like, they not going to... Well, actually, they will, will put, like, an extra $20 in your check if you stop someone from stealing. She might have needed them $20. <laughs> but, girl, you got, like, body slammed into this glass wall. Mm. Over what? Like, for what? Right. For what? Like, that could have resulted in, like, serious bodily injury. Bodily harm. Like, what if that glass would have shattered? Right. Like, what if... <laughs> I know your back hurt. But you can't right. be twerking at the club on Saturday. And now the embarrassment of being mentioned in various media outlets yeah, and category Yeah, like, you all is. over the shade room. You all on category is. And you looking a hot-ass mess. The dudes, some people's goals, though. They, they will embarrass themselves true. to get any that attention. That is true. That is true. But my thing is, like, girl, it's not your stuff. Right. They're not stealing directly from you. Mm. Like, have you ever, ever worked in the department store? I only briefly mm-hmm. worked retail. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was, like, a seasonal job mm-hmm. at Express. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, a half a day. Oh, so well, wow. okay. You know, I didn't. I never folded t-shirts so, or coins. I mean, sometimes you got to do what you. Do. <laughs> but what <laughs> I worked at Belk once. Belk is like a department store. Think of like a J.C. Penney or like a Sears, but they're very common. Bottom barrel, huh? Bottom barrel. No, not like that. Honey, you just said J.C. Penney and Sears. I mean, but no, Belk I say, is you like Nordstrom. Well, this is in the South. Um, this one time I worked there in the men's department. And this guy was, like, stealing. Okay. I visibly saw him stealing. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, this ain't my stuff. <laughs> I picked up that phone. I dialed loss prevention. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, you see the guy in, like, the green shirt? He got on this. Yeah, because you have to be, like... Discreet. 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 Like, I'm not... I wasn't finna run up on him Mm-mm. and, like, try to yoke him up and be like, give me back this stuff. Cause that ain't my stuff. Right. And so they like watch him on the cameras. They follow him to like the exit of the store and they got all their stuff back. Mm-hmm. And I got a nice little bonus in my check. Okay. <laughs> on that next payday. I know that's right. Yeah. And so I'm like, and then I worked at Banana Republic too. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, it was kind of like the same thing. Like, that's not my stuff. To a point, I do not care. Right. That's also not your job. Right. But more so, I do not care. (laughs) Because you can steal all these shirts if you want to. You're on camera. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm not going to put myself in harm's way to stop you from stealing this $10 t-shirt. I'm not doing all of that. And I'm still getting this minimum wage check. (laughs) Right, girl. Yeah, yeah. You don't pay me enough. Exactly. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. So, Good Samaritans. Okay. 
I see you, but you need to stop. You need to know your limit and be like, mm, nah, I'm good. Right. Yeah. I hear you. And I said what I said. All right, child. Well, Ma said what I said for this week is a little bit sensitive because on Sunday morning, I was greeted with the news that nine people were killed in Dayton, Ohio, following... You missed the Walmart shooting? Wait, which one was... Wait, which one on Sunday morning? They were both on Saturday. No, they were on Sunday. No. Walmart was like Saturday morning, and then Ohio was like Saturday (sighs) night. When I see these things, it kind of takes a toll on me emotionally. I kind of go into myself, and then like... You know, Sunday I was at the beach, you know, and that's like a place where people go and they're for fun. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I was hanging out with my girlfriends and I was also kind of just tired because we had a long day the day before. Mm-hmm. You know, you were drinking and dehydrated, so you're hungover at the beach or whatever. But it was just also like a sadness thinking about all those people. And I think that we relate to life <clears throat> in terms of how we live it. And it's just, I'm like at the beach and the thought crossed my mind while we were there, like, damn, like. There's someone will come shoot up the beach. And it's just a sad... No, because, like, the sand gets in it, and it'll jam up the oh, mechanism. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. So the beach must be a safe zone. It's a safe but, you know, space. I'm sure someone will come up, will, will mess that up, too. Mm-hmm. It is a political issue because it is directly related to politics. Yeah. And the NRA, and funding, and the government, well, and this current Moscow orange... Moscow Mitch. Who's Moscow Mitch? Or Massacre Mitch is what they're calling him now. Who? Which one? Mitch McConnell. Oh, 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 okay, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry, keep going. No, it's fine. I just call him Mr. Gobble. Mm. The, the turkey thing. That neck, from his yeah. Neck. My, I said what I said is more about, like, the apathy. Because as I scroll through social media, there's lots of messages of support and, like, calling for politicians to do things. There's lots of thoughts, thoughts and, prayers, and prayers. Hashtag. You know, and it's just, like, white boys who are killing people at alarming rates. And it's frustrating yeah. to me because it's, like... It kind of seems like, I mean, I was a little bit sad, but I was also kind of numb. All these countries have zero shootings, mass shootings, or one or two, mm-hmm. or like Canada might have three in a year, but we have we had two hundred and fifty. Yeah, and did we, you we, see we like, had more mass shootings in America than days, than days of in the, the year. year? Yeah, and it's frustrating and it's maddening to me. Wow. And it's just it's hard to do when I said what I said about this because I don't want to offend anybody, but it's like, what the fuck are we doing? Mm, not like, enough. In this particular instance, it happened where? Walmart. They Walmart, sell guns. Walmart is a nas- is the largest national retailer right. in America. Right. But it happened at Walmart. It didn't mm-hmm. happen at Target. Let this happen at Ann Taylor Law. And but, these white women are trying to buy their suit separates and their pencil skirts. Let it happen there. Then some shit will go down. But I'm just, I'm just I think I'm kind of like just trying to process this out as I speak. But I'm just the apathy is killing me. If you ain't gonna do shit, don't say they shit. Won't. And but I also not. need to check myself. And I said what I said. Okay. Let's move on to something a little bit more light. But my and... heart is hurt. I'm sad. But I wanted to say something about it. We appreciate that. <laughs> but it's time for. Tens, tens, tens across the board. So going to a lighter note and turning a dark, dark day into a more positive one. I would like to give my tens this week to um, an off-duty army serviceman who was present during the time at the El Paso shooting at the Walmart store. 
Um, he's a soldier. He protects us. He's been trained to do this. And he, in the time of need and in crisis, he went into action. Uh, Glendon Oakley um, saved children uh-huh. from potentially being murdered at that store. Uh-huh. Um, in a moment of crisis where people are afraid uh-huh. and potentially just trying to save themselves or their loved ones, he said he saw children who were un- unaccompanied by adults and he immediately just grabbed them and took them to a safe place. Uh-huh. And what? Uh-huh. And for me, I feel like that was an amazing heroic act. And um, you gotta save the kids. Mm-hmm. But it's just it's just so sad to me that like, you know, just going out in a normal store about your business, mm-hmm. just getting your groceries for the week and getting the things you need to be prepared. Yeah. Um but and school coming up, they were know, like school. School supplies, supply shopping and stuff like that. It's time supposed to be happy. Yeah. But you know, Mr. Oakley used his training and his skills that he mm-hmm. used to protect us as a member of our armed forces. But he, you know, but it's sad that now we need people in our armed forces protecting us at Walmart because wow. our legislatures failed to do so. Basically. But I am proud of you, Mr. Oakley. I did see um, one news clip where he was just crying and saying, mm-hmm. you know, since this incident, he's gotten calls, endless calls from every media outlet wanting to interview him and talk mm-hmm. to him. and should decline, though. To me, that's the, you know, he wasn't doing this for the gram. Apparently he was. He doing these interviews. And he get your guns, honey. But my tens goes to Mr. Oakley. Okay. My tens this week is going to the historic, the iconic, the legendary-ish. Legendary-ish? Yes. Ebony and Jet magazine. Oh, Jet. Their photo archives were sold for $30 million. 13? $30 million. At auction. It was over 4 million images originally published by the Johnson Publishing Company who... They own BET too, right? I would not know. I don't watch BET. Mm. Me neither. They filed for like bankruptcy in April. Okay. Of this year. And so they were, you know, like liquidating their assets. They were selling a bunch of stuff in order to um, to satisfy this debt. Right. And so on last week, the Getty Trust, who, you know, they own Getty Images right, and like all like this stuff. Major. Yeah. The Mellon Foundation uh-huh. and a bunch of other people. The Ford Foundation. Okay. They um, purchased like a plethora of seven decades of photographs chronicling black life in America, millions and millions and millions of images that they are going to put in the Smithsonian. Okay, Smithsonian, So the Smithsonian National Museum of African American History and Culture. Oh, the one in D.C.? The one in D.C., yeah. Oh, yes, okay. The new new one. Yes, I did. Yeah, I went to I didn't go to the basement. Because that line was way too long. Darling, the basement's it. That's where well, it is. I'm going to see them next time. They say it was like three hours long, so we're like, we're going to skip that. It moved fast. I, I think I, I was in line for about two hours. Mm-mm, that's too much. Okay. So yeah, they are preserving, you know, black culture, black history through photographs. Yeah, black life. They have Jet Beauty of the Week. I remember those. I used to look at yeah. those in the barbershop when I was a little boy. <laughs> what were you looking at them for? I like titties then. Oh, Okay. 
He's checking their outfits. I still like titties now. Girl, okay. But yes, I was like, I like her hairstyle, right. her nails, her bikini. My friend um, Seldrick, his parents were in Jet. You remember they used to have like the the couples who got married? No. Well, anyway, his parents were there, <laughs> and um, he still has the copy, the, the copy of the the the, um, the magazine. But yeah, they were in there. It was a jet revenue? I can't remember, but they were in there. So shout out to Seldrick, um, and shout out to everyone over at Ebony and Jet yes. magazine. Tens. Tens for y'all. Tens. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us for another episode of Category, Category is. is. Please remember to like, rate, and subscribe. You can listen to us on whatever platform you get your podcasts. You can hear us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify. Send us a listener letter, a shout out, or some feedback. Our email address is Category is pod at gmail.com. And don't forget to like us and follow us on all things social. We are Category is pod on Instagram, Facebook, and the and Twitter. Twitter. Thanks for listening for another week. We have a few more weeks in season one. Yes. And we'll be wrapping up. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us every week at Category is. See you next week, guys. Bye. Bye.